what can we start with? We're, we're rolling. Okay. And it looks like it's pretty good popping wise. Okay. I guess. Let me zoom this out. Uh, I got it set up to do audio from here on out, but I'm just going to take a still picture when we wrap this up. And we'll use the still picture as the, the main shot. Okay. Uh, until I can get the video rolling with it. But for now, you've got some audio. You re- you uh, Our NAACP chair, Eric Onspa, made a comment about wokeness. And I'll have you both read the comment he made about wokeness. The comment that was pushed back against him. And then close it out with the comment that you laid out. Okay, okay. So, the original comment, I, I guess it was a, um, a meme. It was actually uh, posted by Stephen Kaplan initially and then shared by Eric Gonsball, which said, Some people use the word woke as if it's supposed to be an insult. But mostly they use it because they can't spell empathetic, educated, or enlightened. Now, this is this the quote from Eric Onspa, or is this the meme originally? This is the original meme that was uh, posted by Stephen Kaplan and then shared by Eric Onspa. Okay. Two people in Franklin County that I, I, I think highly of. Um, Stephen Kaplan and, and his uh, volunteer work um, with the the, the the homeless shelter. Um, he, he, he's great. A, yeah. he, he's also, the camp, also campaign manager for uh, Bridget Craighead when she yes, was, he was for delegate. You know. And put in a lot of effort on that. Yes. Like effort I wish I had been helping and doing, he was actually doing. Yes. Um, so I do, I have a lot of respect for him in that, that manner as well. Yeah, he and his wife. I, yeah, yes, they, they both dynamic work duo. Equally as hard. And so I think because this this is a conversation that's going to going to steer into race. Yes. And so starting off by stating that these are not African Americans. These these yes. are, are both, and I think they would classify themselves as white. Um, but I'm getting to the place where I'm even kind of uncomfortable doing that because whiteness is not something that's a defining factor for either of them. Um, I think it is something that that is part of of who they are, or at least the mantle that's placed on them. But they feel like bigger defining factors for them. Okay. And, uh, and, and to say that they're pigmently challenged. Uh, I, I, <laughs> which I don't know if I like, because I don't know that like not having pigment makes you any better or any worse. It just makes you different. I think as a self-humor, like when somebody who's white says that they're pigment, pigmentally challenged, I think it's comical. But when, when black people apply oh, oh. it, I kind of go, ooh, I don't know about that, man. <laughs> well, please don't cancel me. <laughs> yes. All right. But that's the comment that was made yes, by Kaplan. Yes, yes. And then Kaplan's was followed up with a comment from Nonspa. It was a meme shared by Stephen Kaplan, which was reposted by Eric Onspa. What was Okay, gotcha. So this is a repost. Yes. And you see the repost on yours. Yes. And somebody's commented on the repost, and you was like, uh-oh, I got to jump into these Facebook waters. I, I do, and I, I usually try to avoid them, because I, I've learned it's, it's a dangerous rabbit hole to get it's on. It's dangerous. And, <laughs> but it's so enticing. It is. <laughs> 
and and you can in, end up losing a lot of your day. Yes, on negative energy no, and change nothing. Yes, 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 <laughs> yes. And uh, the the comment that that got to me was um, where this person said, "Woke has become a politically charged word in recent years. If one does not tout themselves as woke, is he, she, them, they automatically willfully ignorant?" Your statement in itself is a clear indication of your intolerance of anyone that you and many who describe themselves as woke disagree with. The implication is that those who call themselves woke are superior to those who don't. Judgmental now seems to be another word to describe the woke. Do, and, and you brought up a good point. Ain't nobody the, calling themselves yeah, woke. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it is, it's something that I think has always existed in kind of black language. Mm-hmm. Uh, so much so that it, I, I don't know that it was ever, like it being elevated this high is weird. But just in addition to being in black language, it's it's a very southern term, it's a very southern way to use a word. Yes. Like I could see just southerners of any race being like, has he woke up yet? Yeah. My you know what I mean? Used, yeah. Like, it's it's not. <laughs> My wife still uses it. It bothers me. I'm like, it's awake. Awake. <laughs> but it's so, it's so common in southern areas to use that kind of past tense. Yes. Or, you know, you know like, that kind of inflection on no, normal words anyways. Mm-hmm. That this just doesn't. It, it's, I don't, I don't know how I got where it is. Or fundraising. I do. <laughs> I will, I, and, and I have a theory. Uh, woke to me is another word used to describe black people. Okay, and that was a realization to me. Uh, yeah. And, and, and the Uncle Tom and, movie and, brought and, me yes, there. And, and not just black people, people who can empathize with black people. Okay. And, and their struggles. Oh, gosh. Black people supporters are... Because that that to me is is woke. It's almost the same as Marxist. It, it's, is, it's is the woke new, the new wigger? Do you remember when that became a thing? Former federal judge and U.S. Attorney General. Yeah, but I I I don't see them being similar. Okay. Because one, I don't feel like there's any positive uh, aspect associated with the word wigger. I would also be. As much as there were no, there was no authority. Because it was more directed at at a. Uh, I guess someone who has a Caucasian descent that has attempted to emulate the urban culture. Yes. And I always think about that movie with Jamie Kennedy. Yes. And and I, that feels like... Or or what they try to do with, with uh, Bud's character in um, Married with Children. Where I feel like he had kind of an honest desire to enjoy rap, but the writers wrote that character in such a direction where he was an exaggeration of an urban gangster rapper hmm. I don't know I guess and you were a little younger than me coming into this so I, I came of kind of in that 16 17 age range where I kind of was old enough to get some of the jokes on married with children 
children about the time Married with Children was about to get off the air. Okay. And so at that point, Bud was, he was a grown person, but he was still very, he wasn't tall in stature. And so they were, they were kind of pinning certain jokes at him. And I think he personally started to really like hip hop music. And they wrote that into his character, but they exaggerated it. Huh. Like he was going to be like, I'm little homie now. And, you know, he okay. was going to be this, this rapper. And it was very much similar to what the Jamie Kennedy's character was. Okay. Like okay. if a white person gets into rap, so this must that's have been the only like, I guess the later episodes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. This, was, okay. this was close to the end of the show's going off the air by this point. Yeah. Because I, I do remember that he, he liked hip hop, mm-hmm. which wasn't out of the norm for me because we, we grew up in ma- majority in most places. And yes. Everybody loved hip hop. Yes. Everybody. So it wasn't strange. Yes. And I don't think, and I think that's where there was this white culture that was really mean to younger white kids who were like, hey, these rappers are talented. It was like, you can't listen to that. (laughs) Well, growing up, uh, I remember the family that lived next to us in Carlisle, Pennsylvania. There were three brothers. Just like us. Yes. And the youngest was, I guess, is is like the bud that you were describing. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, where he 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 took hip, hip, his love of hip hop the extra step, but I don't know if it was because, for example, we were there, where you know he had to wear his hat backwards and where he had a space to kind of explore the validation. You think? Yes. Uh, but he wasn't gonna get that validation from me because I because you wasn't that you, I wasn't. You it. could listen to Wu Tang and wear your hat forward. Yes. <laughs> Put on your bow. My, my, he was kind. Kanye West yeah. before it was popular. Well, and, and, that and, and my skin complexion was my confirmation enough. That's true. That I didn't you, have to. <laughs> I didn't have to prove black. Yes. Because I am. All right. Got you. <laughs> and it's funny because I really looked at his oldest brother, the one who was close to me, kind of like a Marky Mark. Like, yes. Because he got all like... Swole up, <laughs> and Marky Mark was a rapper. Yes, was kind of the, but it was a, it was a cleaner rap because it was a, it was more spun off of I think even that New Kids on the Block mm-hmm. version of soul music. In an ideal world, you know, yeah. and he was kind of the New Kids on the Block version of, of hip hop. Even okay. even yeah. even well, use that Wild Side. You know, as the background for his, which uh, who was the artist that did that originally? Lou Reed. Uh, Lou Reed using yep. using Lou Reed as his samples, <laughs> even kind of confirmed this. Like he's he's a white rapper, but you know he's going to stay in his lane. Kind of feeling that we had in the nineties. Yacht vacations. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Now, this is taking us way off. Yeah, it, it has, it has. And if we pull this back to your response, which I think you got to read. Oh. If you read the response you typed back in. Justice Thomas. Okay. I think that's going to recenter us because we, we've gone way out here on hip hop. But back to the original post about woke. Yes, yes. And, and, and this is the statement that I wrote. That basically the issue is at hand is not whether someone is woke or not. The real problem arises when... Someone tries to undermine your position or political stance or social issues by attacking the term you use to describe it. Now, especially since, you know, nobody really comes out and says, hey, I'm woke. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, for example, dismissing your ideas as simply being woke 
is an attempt to discredit your stance without actually engaging with the substance of your argument. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a reason for them to discredit. Or, or, or not even, you know, listen to you. Right. Which I, I feel like that is part of the purpose of even setting these microphones up in the first place, this idea of being misunderstood. Yes. Is somebody's made this judgment call about you before you've even gotten there. And being able to classify someone as woke, Antifa, Marxist, all of that is dismissive. And I think my earlier point that we pulled off on this tangent was the Wigger wasn't that dismissive. It was saying you were falsely associating yourself with negative parts hmm. of black culture. Okay. And woke isn't saying that. Woke is saying you're associating with something that's real, but it's real bad. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. And I don't. I don't think I. I don't. That's not I don't what know. I thought. I that's a new understanding yeah. for me. And I guess I don't. I don't see it as being them thinking that it's real bad. It's just. Woke feels Something like that the doesn't devil. exist. I don't think because it they haven't experienced it, they are not willing to say it exists. And see, I don't know. For them, woke is the devil. And here, for me, the devil doesn't exist. I don't think there's any such thing as like there's no hoofed guy with a pitchfork. And I, I'm very Christian. Mm-hmm. Like there's no hoofed. I think devil means deceiver. I think, you know, being a deceiver is something human. Like, I don't want to be caught for bad things, so I lie. Like, I don't need some mystical ghost to get in my body and stop do that. I do that to protect myself. So the devil is within. The devil is within. <laughs> okay. And I think that is, that's part of the point of Christianity, is to remind you, you can't save yourself from within, because if it comes down to it, you're going to do what you got to do to save yourself from the consequences. And so I feel like woke woke feels that same way. Is if I can say the devil's out there somewhere, I don't have to do anything to myself. Like hmm. I can just if I can fight the devil, I'll always be good and perfect. But if I am the devil, then I have to constantly work on myself. Hmm. And so this complaint of woke, this complaint of Marxist saying that the problem's over there, yeah, prevents anybody from having to do anything. Yeah, and, and I, I guess that that's what bothers me is that they don't have a stance, so they're going to be anti your stance. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's like why you know why focus so much energy? You know, even the the fact that somebody to me there was no need to take offense to this post because they're saying you know pretty much anybody who is anti woke. Yes. You know. I respected the guy who got on there and said, hey, I'm educated. I have empathy, but I'm not woke. Hey, I... Yeah. Stay asleep, brother. Yeah, that's fine with me. (laughs) But the The, problem we have is people that say, you are woke, and you are saying you're woke, and you're saying you're better because you're woke. Mm. And and most of us go, we don't don't say that. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, who, who, who are you talking about? Gets, I think, does get to be the problem. How do we how do we have a conversation? So I think at it's, some it's point, my because, greatest desire what is to saying. sit across from somebody and talk with them mm-hmm. about woke. Like the person that made that first comment, how do I get him to sit in that chair and I and ask that question? Hey, who is this person that you know that says this? Hmm. And 
what do you imagine their response would be? Like, if you set them down and go, who is the woke person? When you think of a woke person, who is it? I've had this conversation, and I feel like a woke person is, you know, somebody that I, I can agree with. Somebody that uh, feels like if someone wants to be um, called by their pronoun, it's okay. You know, <laughs> I can do that. It's not going to inconvenience my day. Okay. The person who's anti-woke is, I shouldn't have to learn about his, his pronoun. It should be the way it was 20 years ago where it was him or he or she or he or she. Mm-hmm. And, and that's all we had. I think the kids. So there's a, there's there's two things that are going to be problematic with this episode. The first is I left my liberal listening to NPR station <laughs> running hard in the background. So we've got a co-author with Sabrina Taravisi by accident. Uh, I hope we don't get big enough where well one if she she catches on. She's I I really enjoyed meeting her and getting a chance to. So you uh, actually met her? Yeah, met her. She oh. came to the, she came down here. She's the one that did the article about. About, um, the two police officers in Frank that came to Franklin County. Oh, and and we're at the, uh, at the uh, January 6th. January sixth event okay. that, that danced down downtown with Bridget. Uh, and so she interviewed me, asking a little bit about the activism we did. And one of the things I told her is like, since the Tea Party meetings, like we've been going into these spaces and talking to the folks in Franklin County. Um, I've been with you a couple times. Yes. <laughs> My question is, is it making a difference? It's it's hard to tell. I think it, I think it still helps. The, the first thing I think it absolutely helps is when I am there, they can't hate me mm. in person. And I will say that everybody that has comment, come into contact with you loves you. <laughs> Because <laughs> I'm not and, terrible. And I've gotten some of that love by association. But you're not terrible uh, either. Because matter of fact, um, somebody that we met at the Freedom Network, mm-hmm. uh, one of the Freedom Network meetings, I think their grandchild was uh, on playing against Braxton's baseball team yesterday. Okay. And the fact that she remembered my name, I was like, wow, terrible with names. <laughs> I, and you're, you're, I lean on you for names. Because I, te- I think I have a face blindness. <laughs> so people, that, if, if I don't see you in the same location, I have to listen to you talk long <laughs> enough to figure out who you are. And it's really embarrassing because sometimes it's like the same person but we're just in a different location and I can't put you together. I think it's good for my marriage though because like I got a new woman every day. <laughs> but if she ever goes well, this missing. Is kitchen, if, she ever, if she ever goes missing, I'm going to be like, I don't know, officer. I think there's a picture around here somewhere. <laughs> I can't describe any of her to you. <laughs> oh, but digressed pretty hard there. So she was in the background. That was the first thing that was causing the noise. And the second thing is both our kids are on the other side of this wall. I think I've got the slide to our playset butted up against the wall. They're they're bumping up against that and playing around with that. And so we can hear it and I have the feeling there's gonna be some thumping. Yeah. My uh, guess was gonna be there playing wall ball. It's it sounded like (laughs) that. So we're gonna have that interruption in there. Now going back 
to the conversation that left off. So we we had we split off into two more. I think one was about being in these spaces and whether or not that's helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, and then prior to that, it was was it how to engage with the with these with. Um, Wanting yeah. that space to engage, which I guess kind of combined to the yes. same one. So, is it helpful? That was my question. I, I, I'm waiting for an answer. Okay. Well, the, the first answer is in the immediate moment. Yes, it forces them to be more careful with the words they use, because I, I make no mistake. Like I, I up front, I'm liberal. I am black. You know, I'm a male. These like. I'm pro LGBTQ plus. I'm pro choice. Like I just lay out what I am up front. Mm-hmm. And so when they say something like, "Oh, these pro choice people want to kill babies," and I go, "No, I don't." <laughs> you know, that is not at all my desire. And so I think one, it makes them they can't make me a complete enemy because I'm there. Like they can't point at me and go, "That guy is a baby killer." They they won't do that. Do you think that they separate you from the rest of the group? They try, and so they'll try and say, "Oh well, you don't really, you're not really woke." Mm-hmm. And I'll say, "Well, why? Why do you? Why do you disassociate me from woke?" And they go, they'll say, "Well, we have some similar views. Like I still think." Um, Abortions, you know, shouldn't be illegal in the case of rape or incest. Mm-hmm. And I go, well, that makes you pro-choice too. <laughs> yeah, because there's a choice. And so sometimes or even, they're even them agreeing about you know defunding the police. Yes, <laughs> right. Which which they'll often end up in the same kind of like ah oh, you know they've got this two tier justice system. And I go, we agree. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but I'd like everybody to have access to the same justice system. I don't want just one person punished as evidence. Mm-hmm. And so I think in the moment it helps. It helps them see that there's some reason behind one of some of the things we say I think as soon as I'm gone they go back they go back yes I don't think it has any lasting impact on the group I think it has lasting impact on individuals inside the group hmm. I think there are individuals I feel like if you maintain that contact I feel like as soon as you stop speaking with that individual and they go back to the herd they share that herd mentality or they're they're converted in their way of thinking and i i think one it's fairly new so i mean you're you're absolutely right there's there's nobody that i've started these patriot meetings with Mm -hmm. that has come with me to naacp meetings Yes, and so but, and what I'm I not ha- converted. And I will say that what I have seen, because mm-hmm. you're a lot stronger than I am, um, <laughs> especially when, when it comes to your tolerance. Um, I hear that a lot, even on my job. And I'm a patient person, but sometimes you just got to get up and walk off. And, <laughs> and you're capable of sitting a lot longer than I am. Um, I think what gets to me is is their unwillingness to accept any input. And I feel like they're trying so hard to force their opinion on you. Yes. And I think that's that's what bothers me most with these interactions. 
Well, but in, a, in essence, are we doing the same thing to them? Uh, hopefully not. So that there, there are some things that we are pushing very heavily. Mm-hmm. I, I'd like to think the big difference is I don't want rules that restrict someone else. And I think that's just, that's the big, big, what feels like separation is a lot of what they're talking about feel to me, especially when they get into what you're talking about, where like, doesn't matter what logic you bring, I ain't changing my mind. That's a faith. Mm-hmm. Like they, this is part of their religious belief. Yes. That's okay. Enjoy all the religious belief you want, but don't make legislation based on your religious beliefs and your religious desire for outcomes. Mm. That is a that is a key component of the Constitution is that we are not going to have a government that endorses any particular religion. Yeah. Um, and so that's that's where I get in. When, when they start talking that it's like you enjoy that belief. Spread it to your family. Don't make a law about it. Mm-hmm. And that that's that's the thing I'm trying to push. That's funny. Because uh, I've, I've I've heard conversations, and they they do believe in, that law should be faith based. Mm-hmm. And then speaking with you, I realized that they know less about this book than you do. <laughs> <laughs> it's a difficult book to win an argument with. Um. So we we are talking about the Bible. Yes, here, so yes. It's a difficult book to win an argument with, so I am very reluctant to get into scriptural discussions with folks. Now, why do, why do you say it's difficult to win an argument with? Um, because I because think, it's left, in, left to the interpreter? Yes. Okay. And I think that's part of the purpose of the Bible, mm-hmm. is when you open it up, hopefully you get the thing you need out of it. Mm-hmm. But again, I get something out of this book. Like, from the Bible, I am a pacifist. Mm -hmm. I have also encouraged my daughters to join the army. Okay. You know what I mean? I don't think me being a pacifist has anything to do with them. Hmm. This is is the message I got out of this. And and I think I can understand now because, you know, I don't attend church. <laughs> We're going to have to have a religious one next because uh, we've got some but, misunderstandings but I, I, there too. I, I, do, I do like how you, you're saying that it's what you get out of it. Mm-hmm. And I think I can see after attending these meetings where the interpretation has been left to the person reading it to them. Yes. So they're not getting out of the Bible what they need. They're getting out of it what is being interpreted to right. them. Okay. Which is a scary space for African Americans. Yes. Because we know, we know faith was used selectively to tell us we're in the place God wants us. Yes. We know, like, as recent as Jerry Falwell using faith to say that segregation is necessary Mm. and talking about biblical tribes, like, this is an ancient history. So we have this fear of people saying, well, the way I see the Bible, yes. you know, maybe the Bible tells you not to go to church with black people. <laughs> it ain't telling everybody else that. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes you just got a message for you. <laughs> don't make a law and don't create space for it. But then we get into the opposite. Because what Jerry Falwell was saying is my church should be able to not admit black people. Mm-hmm. And also Jerry Falwell was 
you know, instrumental in uh, helping with legislation to prohibit black people. Yeah. And this is my assumption. I I think I heard it in a documentary. Correct me if I'm wrong. But um, he he was very outspoken on segregation Mm -hmm. and convincing uh, legislators. Yes, because the the what and I think some of these st- words still still scares, but the um, school choice mm-hmm. was was a code word for segregation, mm. and he was a school choice advocate. Mm. Even his development of some of the high schools in the area, the way the college came about, some of these things still feel concerning mm. to African Americans. Yeah, Even after Falwell changed his mind. And started working in opposite directions. It was hard for us to see whether or not that was he the way the world just moved on, and so he decided to grab onto the world and go, or whether he was going to find another layer to hide it under. Instead of saying segregation, people said school choice. So now oh, yeah. we can't say school choice anymore. Let's say something else. Well, you know, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because because I have been hearing school choice come Back come again. out le- recently. Um, episode um, why is this scary um, dog whistles that that oh, the dog whistle episode um, we're right at the 30 minute mark so this okay, is beautiful yes. for the setup for next time uh oh here comes my wife to close out the needer of no microphones <laughs> I recognized her by her look and her location I was talking about my face blindness that's true <laughs> I, I have to do that sometimes with my kids. <laughs> Is that McKenzie? <laughs> Just like that. Yeah, that's McKenzie. There's been a couple times where it was not. Uh, so I'm always a little nervous to go pick her up. <laughs> I'll get home. Trust will be like, who is that? <laughs> Why do we have root beer? Is that from Tennessee? Yes. Yes. Might need to pick up some vanilla ice cream. All right. Well, we're we going to close this episode. We need to close the episode. We're, we're hitting right on it. All right. Uh, next time. Uh, Dog whistles and choice. Yes.